today on the Sales Life Podcast. Key thing for you, man, that is going to be super important, even when you don't agree with something that the customer says, you don't have to. Just accept. Accept what they say. Now, let me tell you the advantage with that. Mentally accept it. With the advantage, when I can mentally accept when a customer says, what's going to happen is, is my whole body language stays relaxed. My whole facial features stay relaxed. Because if I don't agree with you, what happens? I lock up, I get very tense, my facial features lock up, my eyes get into the snarl, that squint, and then we get nowhere. They get defensive, I get defensive, I tell them to get the hell out of here. <laughs> and they get the hell out of here and they go buy somewhere else. That that don't do us any good. Hi, this is Rich Villar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. All right, welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Because what I want you to be in life, dude, is a top producer. A top producer not only professionally, but also personally as well. And the way that you're going to do that, man, you got to develop some skills. And the skills that are necessary in your everyday life, you can take those skills from the profession of sales and apply those to your life. Because I say life is sales, sales is life. Ta-da, that's why I call it sales life. So today, man, we're going to talk about that you can apply to your sales profession, or you can apply to your everyday profession, or you can apply to your everyday life. We're going to talk about improv. And Gina Tremarco is an improv uh, specialist, man. She was recently on uh, Jeb Blunt's podcast. And her story, I'll put the uh, the links uh, to it in the show notes. Also, I'll put them on the, uh, the Facebook uh, group. You know about the group? Well, join the group. Um, I'm going to uh, to put those links uh, there also, so that way you can check out the podcast. Because her all chips in story, man, how she got to where she is today, is uh, is remarkable. But in improv, the 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 golden, which we all know about improv, improv is is always keeping the ball rolling, right? It's never stopping at a no. And one of the key fundamentals in never stopping at a no is by acceptance, even when you don't agree. And dude, we're in a society today, man, where it's, you know, it, it seems like everybody's trying to get everybody else to agree with what they, what they feel, what they believe and all that. And I mean, you look at some of these, these threads on social media and the nastiness that some people put on there with one another. Dude, I've seen friendships busted up, unfriended, blocked, because they don't agree with what someone says. I'm not going to change you. And that's a whole different thing. And I don't have to agree with what you say, but I can't accept it. If that's the way I accept it and I keep it moving. I don't, I don't comment on stuff like that because even if I don't agree, it's not for me to agree. I can accept it and keep that thing moving because I have other things to do. I have other things, other priorities besides trying to get my agreement, force it down your throat. So that's on a society level, man. But we also run into this situation in our sales career too. 
And we run into this because many times we get offensive um, when we don't agree with a customer. So a customer, and dude, I've blown deals before because I didn't agree with what the customer says. And it's not that you become a doormat. It's, it's, you're looking at it more so from the big picture. And the big picture for you, man, is as a negotiator is to close the gap, not widen it. And if you're too quick to not agree with someone based on what they say, then what's going to happen is, is everybody's going to get locked into their own agreements. And there's this big chasm in between and nobody's going to get anywhere. They're going to go buy somewhere else. They'll probably pay a little bit more just to save face, just to not come back and say, Marsh, you were right. Dude, I've had many of those situations. So a key fundamentals, let's take some of this improv and let's apply it to our sales life. A key thing for you, man, that is going to be super important, even when you don't agree with something that the customer says, you don't have to just accept, accept what they say. Now, let me tell you the advantage with that. Mentally accept it. With the advantage, when I can mentally accept when a customer says, what's going to happen is, is my whole body language stays relaxed. My whole facial features stay relaxed. Because if I don't agree with you, what happens? I lock up, I get very tense, my facial features lock up, my eyes get into that snarl, that squint, and then we get nowhere. They get defensive, I get defensive, I tell them to get the hell out of here. (laughs) <laughs> and they get the hell out of here and they go buy somewhere else that that don't do us any good so when you have a situation that you don't agree with the customer just accept mentally accept so let's take a big one that's big for us in in the car business okay big town usa's got you beat them boys got you beat hey man i gave you another shot y'all never can get right y'all are always too expensive they got you beat okay Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mentally accept what they say, but here's where it twists. Now I'm going to use their words and put it into my narrative. So, because now that I've accepted, now my role as a negotiator is to get them to agree. The quickest way to get them to agree is agree to their own words. So Big Town USA has got you beat. Mentally accept it. All right. So what you're saying is you got you beat on price. Anytime a customer says price, you switch the conversation to budget. When they say price, you say budget, price, budget, price. But okay. So when they say price, you always switch it back to the budget. So it sounds like that the vehicle that we're looking at is probably not in the right budget. And based on everything that you've seen out there, You have less expensive options. They have no choice but to agree because it's their words. So they say, that's right. And what that's going to do is because I just gained agreement, it's going to lower the resistance a little bit because this is where the psychological factor comes into place where they say, wow, he gets me. Because many times, man, you miss a deal as a sales professional because you're not listening. So if you can accept what they say and use their words into your narrative, dude, that's a whole different ballgame. 
So now I got them to agree. The resistance come down. And now I need them to admit. Now here's where it gets interesting for you. The so let's let's drill it down to a few different scenarios. Now, quick point two. If you use the words into your narrative and they don't agree and they voice another objection, you put that objection also back into a narrative, repeat it, just keep adding to it until you get them to agree. Because you got to get to the while he gets me stage. Once you get to the while she gets me stage, now we got to gain admittance. So here's how we get them to admit. Big Town USA has got you beat. First thing is, first thing you could try is tell you, tell you what, why don't we, let's make sure that we're all on the same page and let's see what you have worked out with them. And that way we can see where we are. And that way we can see that, uh, make sure that we're all on the same page. I like to use the term, we're all on the same page because it gets away from the, well, where's that place from? Oh, they're a bunch of liars. All right. They're, they're waiting for the resistance. They're waiting for the hook. But if I say something like, wow, let's, let's take a look at it. Let's see what you have worked out and make sure we're all on the same page. It's going to do two things. Either A, they're going to be more compliant and pull it up and show you what they have. Or B, you may be able to call the fact that maybe we're not all the way. It's not that they're lying to you, but maybe they're not all the way being truthful. And dude, they're just being a customer. They're trying to get the best possible deal. All right. So don't get all offensive. Just accept it. Accept it for what it is. Right. I'm cool. I'm relaxed. I'm the sales professional, man. And so one way to do that is just keep it fluid. Keep it cool. All right. So that's one thing. We're all on the same page. The second avenue that you could work is to get them to admit that, you know what, Mr. Customer, in big cities, there's especially for me, there's a dealership on every corner. So dealers will advertise in certain ways and advertise additional incentives that not everybody qualifies for. So and many of the incentives that they're advertising are not compatible with one another, meaning that you can't stack one on top of the other. It's an either or situation if you're even compatible at all. So what happens many times in my experience, this is where your experience comes into play. In my experience, I've seen that when it comes down to putting everything down on paper, you don't qualify for certain incentives. See, all I'm looking for, I don't have to get a full acceptance. I'm just getting them to admit that there's a loose thread there. Now, they may not, your customer may not all out say, okay, yeah, okay. They probably won't, but you can see that they will admit it through their facial features, through their body language. And that's what you're looking for. Because see, I accepted, I got them to agree based on their words, and now I'm looking for them to admit that there's a loose thread there. Another avenue, another way that you could look at it also is every dealer orders their vehicles a little bit different. So what may look like the same, same year, same trim level, same model, all of that, same color, same rims. What looks like the same is really similar. 
So because dealers order, dealerships can order their own vehicles, then what looks the same is similar in equipment. But it's not identical. It's not the same. So it sounds like that what we need to do is let's readdress your must-haves. I like the word must-haves. Deal breakers. Is this a deal breaker for you, Mr. Customer? I like to use words like that because it forces a, well, no, it's, it's not a must-have. Or no, it's not a deal breaker for me. It'd just be nice to have. That will get you out of the locate kingdom. That'll get you from, you know, trying to sell something fictitious that isn't there that you got to spend a lot of time doing that and drill it back down that you may have something that's similar that will work for them. So clean it all up. So every dealer orders their vehicles a little bit different. What looks like the same could be similar because the equipment may not, because you may be looking for things that are must haves for you. And I may have some extra equipment in there that is not what you want. So why pay for something more that you don't necessarily won't. So let's readdress what your must-haves are. See, your job as a negotiator, you're a defense attorney. And what defense attorneys have to do is they do, they don't have to prove the whole case. All they got to do is prove a reasonable doubt. And so when you're working to negotiate with your customers, I'm just trying to put a little doubt in there that maybe they can admit that it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different scenario. When you have that, it keeps things. And when you can work it, let's back it up real quick. So when you can go from acceptance to agreement, get the customer to agree, to getting them to admit that maybe they're not looking at it. Dude, you got to remember, man, you are a sales professional. You've been doing this for many years. You do this. Many customers buy a vehicle every three or four years. You do this three or four times a day. Don't ever forget that. And so act like it. Act like you've seen this scenario many, 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 many times because you have. And then how many times do you role play it in your mind? See, you have to remember that. You have to prime that pump. You have to remind yourself of those things. So when you can work down that, that, those rungs of the ladder, it keeps things fluid. It keeps things going. It keeps things conversational versus confrontational. And that way we're not being confrontational, combative. And then all of a sudden you got a whole mess to clean up. They go by somewhere else and, and everything like that. Apparently my dog wants me to get off the camera and, uh, <laughs> and go tend to her. So we're going to end up with that. This is going to establish some trust. The establishment of the trust, see, when you can work it down like that, the, um, the acceptance it keeps you relaxed. And many times you're establishing because you're relaxed, because you're cool in the tension, because I don't have to agree with you. I just have to accept it and then use your words to gain an agreement. Then what's going to happen is that establishment of the trust many times is coming just from your body language itself. And so they're getting a read on you because you can sit there confidently in the pocket, in the tension with acceptance, even though I don't agree because they're waiting for you to disagree, right? To get up the boxing gloves. And I say, it's cool. I mentally accept it. And then I work my process from there, gain an agreement, get them to admit, and then we can deliver the results.
All right. Be sure and subscribe to the Sales Life. If this is your first time here, subscribe to it, man. There's 500, what are we on? 579 episodes available on iTunes. Also, don't forget to hit the share button um, and also the love button right here on Facebook Live. Leave your comments below. Also, leave your comments at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com if you want something a little more intimate. Um, and with that, remember the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.